Hey guys, my name is Adam. Welcome back to the Drop Panda Podcast, where three guys, four guys from Melbourne, talk about nerdy stuff twice a month. Right next to me is Julian, and uh, I'll be taking, I'll be playing the part of Duke, who's asleep right now, um, so that we will have four guys, and Adam's intro won't be completely useless. Yeah. But I'll actually be talking about Matt Groening's new show that has been announced for Netflix called Enchanted. Alright, uh, I'm Tim, and my topic for today will be regarding the, uh, the recent pre-E3 announcements, mainly Fallout 76 and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And I'm Adam once again, and I am talking about the new Pokemon games coming out in 2018 and 2019. Yay! Yay! Because who still plays Pokemon Go? Not me. Not me. I never picked it <laughs> up to begin with. I still got it installed. On my phone. So you it's played still, it. it? Yeah, I did. Okay. I, we we, well, we did. It yes, we did. Back in the day. But um, uh, I still get the notifications about, oh, you can go around and get this thing. I'm like, I'm not at all excited about that. But anyway, yeah. let's, let's go straight into it. And the then phone. you never played it, Tim? No. It was not my thing at all. Yeah. Walking isn't your thing, is it? Walking. <laughs> no, no, no I, get, I get plenty of exercise. <laughs> well, it's going to be you. like a really newsy, newsy podcast today. Yeah. Not exactly how... It's going to be a bit different today, and that's yeah. kind of exciting to me. If you like news, we can do more news. If you like to do more news, we can do news. It'll yeah. just be two weeks after as well. Exactly. We won't know. In, we won't know until you subscribe. Yeah. Remember to like and subscribe on Anchor, iTunes, Podbean, yeah, and YouTube, and send us money. <laughs> that will also be um, a good indicator. So you play like yeah, I play Pokemon Go with you, Jules. Yeah. There's a new games coming out. Um, we got Pokemon Go Pikachu, Pokemon Go Eve. No, sorry. Pokemon Let's Go Let's Pik- Go Pikachu. The Let's is important. Pokemon Let's Go EV. Yeah. And then, because um, this all happened during a Nintendo press conference, like, oh, Nintendo Direct, okay. a couple of days ago. Yeah. We've got these two games coming in November this year, which happens to be my birthday. <laughs> um, hint, hint. Hint, hint. <laughs> um, and after the conference, they go, oh, there's also a game out on Switch now. You can download Pokemon Quest. It's like a Minecraft version of Pokemon. Oh, I didn't <laughs> yeah. know about that. Yeah. Um, and then they said that they will be also releasing another game at the end of 2019. Yes. So that'll be the core Pokemon. Right. So Let's Go series is going to be a remake of... What I what I understand is essentially a remake of Pokemon Yellow, yes. which is the first generation. Yes. Going back to the Kanto region. Yes. Um, and was, so, that, was that back in like, <clears throat> like the... The black, and white, the black and white Game Boy or exactly, something, like the exactly. 90s? Oh, so yeah, literally, okay. like, Pokemon Yellow was <clears throat> their second generation, like, their second release after Red and Blue. Blue yeah. Um, oh, and, okay. and it was a special yeah. edition of Red and Blue where the only difference, really, as far as I understand it, was that when you were walking around the map, you had a little Pikachu following yeah. you. If you had you, you start off with the wow. Pikachu. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the Pikachu actually cool. says Pikachu. Yeah. It actually has, like... It has a little, yeah. yeah. And like, while well, everyone else just has a weird generic <laughs> throne. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and, and like, they've remade the Kanto games a few times, haven't they? Yeah, like, they so made Red and uh, Sapphire Blue. Fire Red, Leaf Green, for the Game Boy. The Game Boy. Advance. Advance, maybe? Uh, maybe, yeah. It's. But it's with, been a long history. But it's like it's games. another it's another Canto game, mm. but this time for the Switch. Yeah. 
really happy because yeah. it's the first time a Pokemon game is out on a home console. Oh, actual home console. But okay, look, really? when, when I yeah. look at the footage of it though, it doesn't look like it's that quality. Like it's like for example, Nintendo Switch now, right now you can you can get Dark Souls. And right now you can get Skyrim. Well, I'm so not This is up. not this is not like the fidelity of the graphics on these new games doesn't look like it's going to be at that level. It does. Well, that's because the Switch only plays a 720. No, no. But like. Only at 720. <laughs> Imagine that like no, no, six but, years ago. Oh, it's only at 720. Like if, if, you, if, you, if you play Skyrim or Dark Souls on the Switch, it's going to be a pretty good. Like it'll, it'll be a decent facsimile. It won't obviously mm. be an HD quality, but. Could be worse. It could um, be a handheld, like a strictly handheld, like. PSP kind of release or something, mm. those kind of ports where it's very, very obvious. Yeah, the pixels no, it's not are like, that bad. Yeah. So it's somewhere in the middle ground between those, but it's also, it's not, my point is that this game isn't used, utilizing the full graphical grunt and oh, the processing mm. power of the Switch. It's obviously right. capable of much more, right. but it seems like this is like, it almost looks like, and obviously this is very early impressions of a video that they've played, so take this with as much grains of salt as you need but it looks like a port of a ds game and that's what a scale. lot of people have said they've mm. said that with the last generation which was sun and moon they've just blown it up mm. and what people have discovered before this like when the rumor rumor wheel was still going was that people could get the roms from the old generation mm. throw them up on an emulator and it would scale to 720 perfectly. And it would look like... It looked fine. The same, yeah. Yeah, it would look absolutely fine. So, you mm-hmm. know, that's what people are mad about. The graphics aren't... Yeah. You know, Which, okay. Great. I, I want to say that I'm not actually mad about that necessarily. I don't necessarily think that Pokemon... It's never been known for its graphics. No. You know, it's, it's not... Familiar. It's familiar. Yeah. Um, the other interesting change... Apparently there are no random battles in... Drugs. So this is this is like so like when you're walking around you're not going to just randomly yeah, get attacked. Yeah, oh, you don't okay. get that, that mini heart attack, yeah. which I do like. Um, but a lot of people have I feel like they've misread this. Mm-hmm. Um, when like when you look at the video again, you see everything in the wild. So it's not. Oh, I yeah, see what you mean. It's not like randomizers and like you go on a glass, you get attacked, blah blah blah. Right? You can see every single sprite on the field. That's a good thing to me because yeah. I don't like getting mini heart attacks. It's it's so it's more like the modern uh, Final RPG. Fantasy, exactly, thing, right? Where, where you can see your enemies, yeah. and you can choose to fight them, right? And you don't want to see like okay, millions yeah. of Zubats. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Um, yeah, and yeah, yeah, exactly. If you don't want to capture a thing, or if you don't mm. want to fight something, you just don't. it's just that at this point it's Pokemon discrimination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. like I I like the idea. I, right. Like like you said, a lot of people don't like the it's not random anymore. Yeah. It's never no. That's actually, that's been phased out. I the feel way like, that for like you've, years. You've described, yeah, exactly. It's it's like that's it's like a nineties RPG. Yeah, yeah. Especially JRPGs do, yeah. do that a lot. I was watching Persona Five gameplay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, do you get randomly attacked? But um, they're like, yeah, like it's pretty much like it was played like a stealth section. But when you hit them, you choose to attack them. Yeah. Then so like when you when you like yeah interact with them, you yeah. then go then to the happens. loading screen yeah. and do the whole battle thing. Then the turn based combat starts. Exactly. Out. Yeah. So that's less controversial than yeah. I actually thought. So then there's there's that, and then there's co-op, mm-hmm. which is interesting, um, because is it your... Are you just making a player two? Yeah. Or are you bringing in another person's Switch <clears throat> game over, which I don't know how... 
the well, infrastructure works behind that. It's the way it looked to me was that you could you could play with just one Wiimote. You can play with the Pokeball that they're releasing. That Pokeball thing is actually pretty cool. But I'm just waiting for the news where people start throwing Pokeballs through TVs. <laughs> I mean, it's essentially just a cu mm. custom Joy-Con, I should say, not a Wiimote. But, yeah. um, Happened with yeah, the yeah, Wiimote, yeah, exactly. so yeah. why wouldn't it? The other thing about it is that um, yeah, so it looks like with one switch, you can have you can just hand over the other Joy-Con to a, to a friend and they can play the second player. Right, but we don't know if there's yeah, online. Like, what is the second player? Um, I would assume that they just they only participate in battles. So then, how is we're, we're going to discover this like eventually, obviously? But like we can speculate that okay, if the second player is using your game and solely your game, right? So they are I forgot what the what it's called. They are like stack of six Pokemon. Yeah, is coming from your box. It's not um, like this is very technical. Exactly. Very, like, it, and you can't speculate on what exactly. it is. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's very interesting. The more appealing thing would be, oh, you got a switch. I got a switch. Yeah. But do you want to play together on one switch? I assume the technology exists that that's possible. Like, if you can bring your own Pokebox right. like, and and your own set and into your friend's battle and help them out. The one thing that I read this morning was that. Nintendo has what PS and Xbox have done, and Microsoft have done, is that you've got to pay for the, like the online uh, subscription-based thing now. So Nintendo's actually got that rolling. Right. I think it's called Nintendo Nintendo Online. Yep. You pay subscription-based, you get to play online, you get to access the eShop, yep. yada, yada, yada. What I've heard today is that it is unconfirmed whether or not... Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu, and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee will use that system. Right. Uh, which would be interesting. So it's... I mean, a standalone that game. would be more appealing to me, I guess, than um, just solely local multiplayer. Yeah. Although, I don't know. Like, again, my, um, my, my instinct is that it's going to be the second player only participates in battles. And whether or not that's interesting at all when you're not, you know, sharing the same screen mm. as your friend remains to be seen. So maybe the online co-op might not work out so well. But, like, I mean, I think the the really cool thing is that um, it's just the integration with all the other technologies they've got. So, obviously, um, the video shows if you're using Pokemon Go, then you can somehow pull your Pokemon Go um, Pokemon into the game yeah. as well. Um, and, you know, this is, this is you know, the history of Pokemon is a history of interesting connectivity options. Yes. Because the first one had the game link cable in oh, shape. Yes. Pokemon. And obviously it was with red and blue. Yeah. And if you had the red and your friend had the blue, right. then you could finally get Because each game had different mods. Had monsters. different sets. So you can trade and yeah, evolve you would, stuff. you would actually have to trade, and like some evolutions would only happen on yeah, exactly. Yeah. Things. So it's like um, they've always like Game Freak have always had really interesting concepts around uh, connectivity and playing with your friends and stuff, and like this is just a continuation of yeah the existing stuff, which but is it's very which is exciting. good. Yeah. What I found interesting though, because if let's go back to facts rather than speculation, sure. Um, we've got the Pokemon Go, which is for this generation of games, yeah. the 2018 release. What they've said is that the 2019 game mm -hmm. 
would not have good integration. So they've separated okay. two generations worth of players. You've got the guys who know Pokemon from Go. Yeah. Here's, I see. Here's yeah. your game. It's pretty much what everyone else got 20 years ago, but with Go integration. Oh, you're so, that's mm. so true as well, yeah. And then people looked at that game and go, this is like Yellow. I've played Yellow. Yeah. I've played Remake of Yellow, yeah. Fire Red. I've played every other game. I'm considered a hardcore game now. A hardcore Pokemon player now. Yeah. This is too casual because yes. they're, they're nerfing mm. leveling, they're nerfing catch rates, they're nerfing everything just so that it's more Accessible, friendly to, yeah. to, to new players. New players yeah. Here's your hardcore game in 2019. Here's the game that you want yeah. with no integration, with no let Niantic integration. Yeah. Wait a year. Wait a year. I think we've got you covered. But it's also an interesting strategy that they are waiting a year, like because the other option would have been to have a simultaneous release. I'm sure yeah. they could have managed that, but they're not going to do that because what they're going to do is the people who are going to play Let's Go, uh, Pikachu and Eevee, will graduate onto the 2019 right. release, so they'll be they'll be more prepared for the systems that uh, yeah. are added to that. But also, it's like the first time they've made it for a home console. Yes. So, you know, it's a safe move to oh, make it, yeah. like, to beta test this out and to see what they can get away with. Right. Because with the, like, online connectivity, they've, they're not, they're obviously not using the same system as the DS stuff. Mm. And that's got to be phased out. Yeah. Um, and they've, like, created new things from the old days. So, like, traditionally, it's, you'll play online to do battle and trading. Yeah. Now it's, you can do battle, trading, and random training. Random, random trading. Okay. So you would put something in a pool. Like, it, it's almost like a marketplace. And, well, yeah. a marketplace implies that you know what you're getting. <laughs> you don't okay. know what you're getting. It's a roulette. It's, it's a mystery box marketplace. Exactly. Yeah, so you just send something out into the pool um, and hopefully something. They call it wonder trade. I think they've done that in the past as well. Yeah. That's not... They're scrapping that. Oh, um, right, right, right. They're scrapping okay, so another thing as well. I thought it was going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, anyway, looking forward to it. I don't care if it's like uh, a rehash of a game from 20 years ago with better graphics and other things and super casual. I just want my Pokemon fix for the so console. So, the, the other interesting thing is that I would assume that the, the Eevee version and the Pikachu version would, like, similar to Red and Blue, they would be... Different sets of Pokemon available yeah, yeah. within the game. Yeah. I'm assuming it's literally just going to be the same case where sure. Pikachu's going to be red, he's yeah. going to be blue. Right. Hear your differences, have fun playing together. Okay. Um, so, yeah, okay, I've, come, I've come away from that more interested and excited about than I was. Yeah. I don't know. Like, honestly, I... Do you have a Switch? I do own a Switch. Okay. And, but the thing is, like, I'm... As much as I have enjoyed the Pokemon games, I've enjoyed the Pokemon culture probably more so in terms of, um, you know, fan art and stuff like that. Um, I don't... I haven't actually played through a full Pokemon game. Since? Not since... Oh, probably I did do Yellow, I think. Because, like, the the franchise grew up with you. Yeah, yeah, It was already there when I was born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, So, um... But, like, it's been a long time since I've actually... Had it, since a Pokemon game has held my attention, I'll put it that way. Okay. Like, I've, I've played a few of them, um, 
but never gotten more than maybe 10 hours. Okay. And like, these are games that if you felt like it, you could pour hundreds of hours into, um, doing all the breeding and, and capturing shinies and all this stuff. Um, and, and like, I'm not one of those. No, of games. I'm not either. But actually like, maybe Pokemon Go Eevee and Pikachu will be more suited to my play style because they will be more casual yeah. and, and I'll be able to finish the entire game in 10 hours. Yeah. And, and have a satisfactory experience. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more excited now. It'll be interesting to see what other details come out and, and what um, what they can do with the connectivity capability. I don't know that it will get me back into Pokemon Go as a, as a habit. Like, Pokemon Go hasn't changed. No. There's no PvP still. Yeah. There's no trading There's still. No trading. And it's been out for a bit over two years now. Yeah. So yeah, so it's really hard to get. Back it was into it was. See, I think Pokemon Go excited me when it was released for the promises that it it suggested. Yeah. In terms of the PvP and the trading and stuff like that, and the fact that it hasn't changed is is a bit of a downer. Like, so we can make the speculation mm -hmm. because, like, I still play Pokemon Go occasionally. It's on my phone. They have this menu now where it's called. Um, box brackets beta okay and that could be your your battling box okay and where you put your party in so my speculation is that when let's go Pikachu and Eevee come out yeah Niantic is gonna come out and say guys yep. you're trading in PvP is here you're massive <laughs> they'll be have a massive update well for sure they will anyway but yeah yeah I'm a bit scared that they're doing... But the beta could also just be, these are the ones that I'm making available to my Switch yeah. console. Oh, yeah, true, true, true. So, true, true. yeah. We'll have to see. Like, we're going to wait. What are yeah. we in now? We're in... It's... It's now June? 3rd yes. of June? It's the 3rd of yeah. June now. Yeah. We've got five months. Right. To okay. see what happens with cool. this. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, I thought I'd bring the topic over to, you know, the latest gaming announcements and see what you guys think. Mm -hmm. Like... E3. Yeah, not quite E3, but, you know, as the month has started, we're about to come into E3 in about a week or something like that. Can't remember the exact date. But, um, yeah, all these new gaming announcements have slightly come out. That one, like, the one that I saw that was like, oh, what was it? it was like um, one person getting kicked off, like, a tower or something, and then suddenly okay. it's like, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And I like, actually haven't seen it yet. That's oh, the I only have, bit I've seen. I have it. seen that. I don't know yeah. what it's called. Yeah, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's so, set in the Greek era. Yeah. Which okay. I thought was pretty funny, considering. I just thought of like 300. I thought I, I thought of 300. That's probably what they were going for, because you know that was pretty much that was the era. Okay. Except yeah, the Spartans versus yeah. the yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but um, I thought it was quite funny timing, considering what was oh, there was a few there were. There's, there's been a few games, or maybe the Assassin's Creed series itself, have had the history of um, not releasing a certain game, a certain period game, um, because it's already being filled by some other game series. I, okay. can't, I can't remember the last time they did it. It might have been a World War II um, series. But yeah, like, I find it funny now that God of War is now moving to yeah, Norse mythology. True. The Assassin's Creed is taking up uh, the Greek. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Greek mythology and all that that's stuff. That's an interesting take, yeah. I haven't thought yeah. of that. Are they not by the same studio? They're not the same nah, studio. Nah. Sony, Santa Monica, um, for God of War, and Ubisoft for okay. Assassin's Creed. But, yeah. um, so you, you feel like Assassin's Creed is coming into... 
Occupy so. a void that the God of War is sort Pretty of vacating. Much. Yeah, I feel like they were doing. I feel like they tried doing the same thing with. Might have been the Chinese Dynasty, but it was already being filled by another okay. series around the same time. Was that the PSP game? Nah, this is... Oh, I did actually release that. No, this is around like 2013, 14. Yeah. When Free was out and they were like, oh, the next game should be set around that era. But yeah, they just yeah. didn't bother. I don't know. What do you guys think of this new release? Like, cause well, I mean... I'm, yeah. The, the other angle that I find interesting is that Assassin's Creed is obviously going back to yes, yearly releases. Yearly. Because when is, when is this date? The end of this year? Uh, I think so. That's, dis- that's disappointing. Movie. No, because remember, remember, yeah, there was a gap. So after Syndicate, yeah. After Syndicate, like they'd had yearly Assassin's Creed releases for about since like two 10 onwards, years or something. Since so since re- two thousand nine, about long. six six seven years, yeah. Yeah. Um. So and then Syndicate came out. It was fine. It was an Assassin's Creed game. Um, and so the reception to it was a little bit less than just, yeah, previous whatever. ones because people had sort of gotten over the formula a little bit, I think. Yeah. Um, and, and Assassin's Creed made a big deal about how we're going to take a break for a little while and sort of reassess our strategy and we won't be releasing in that, another Assassin's Creed for the foreseeable future. I think at the time they didn't get, set a date on it. Yeah. Um, and then the next one that came out was Assassin's Creed Origins, which is... A really did quite well, yeah. Quite, it did well. Um, the gap definitely helped it, I think. But also, they reformulated a lot of the systems, made it more of an RPG with um, a player's choice on the progression of your character rather than having story yeah. missions that gave you new powers and stuff. You could just go to a menu and say, oh, I want the poison darts now. Yeah. And I want this this skill now or whatever. It seems pretty... um. Like, it seemed to be quite, like, refined, yeah. as you said. But, like, it feels to me like they could easily... Far Cry or some series could easily be the next game that they try that method on. Like, it's starting to get stale. They just take a little while off. Yeah. And then they just release another game. And then they go right back to it. Yeah. Which they've done now. Yeah, exactly. Which they do know. They, and they keep the, um, the whole, like, stale kind of, like, fan base kind of dropping off. That whole thing would just keep... Re, just keep going in, in one endless cycle of yearly re-releases, pauses, then continued re, um, yearly re-releases. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, like, oh, time will tell, but, you know. Yeah. Well, when's the official E3 next, this, this month? It's this month, yeah, this it's month's June. Month. Yeah, yeah, it's June. So there'll be more announcements. Of course. But, um, yeah, yeah um, the idea of, like, and again, for me, Assassin's Creed has always and will forever be, like, the best series for... Uh, historical recreations and and sort of historical tourism and the idea of going to the greek era era is is pretty exciting i'm i'm pretty jazzed about that that'll be fun um uh i don't know like i i i didn't like origins didn't grab me in the same way that some of the other assassin's creed games did and i'm not sure if it's because of the systems or because they didn't necessarily do a great job of creating that world for me. I I love the Egypt period, like the ancient Egypt period. I think it was a smart choice for them to go to that. But like, I don't know, maybe the historical tourism angle for, for it isn't really grabbing me anymore. Mm. Um, or maybe it's just like the, the newer sort of systems. Like one of the frustrating things is, is that like now all the enemies in the game have levels. And so if you weren't powered up enough, then you actually wouldn't be able to defeat something. Like an RPG. Exactly yeah. like an RPG. Yeah. And like, for me, that made the exploration a little bit 
less interesting and exciting because I had to deal with enemies that I just couldn't defeat yeah. um, at my current skill level. And it's like the idea of grinding up to get up to a skill level where I could actually attempt those missions and do stuff. Um, it's not what Assassin's Creed is about for me. Um, yeah. So yeah, so uh, I wonder if that will be something that they'll look at. I don't know if it's a common complaint or anything, but if they go on and progress with this system, it'll be interesting to see what changes they make to sort of make it maybe more accessible. Because um, it is interesting as well that they also released a version of Assassin's Creed Origins where there was no combat and you could literally just explore around the world and have a look at things and read, um, you know, the... I forget what they call law? it. The law? The law, yeah. Um, the history. They've got they've got a special term for it. But <laughs> yeah, and, and there was sort of like a, a casual mode for people who are only interested in the historical tourism element of the game. Um, yeah, I would assume that Odyssey will have that as well, either at release or or some months down the line. I wonder how they're going to do it though. Like if they if they're going to show, say, all those classic kind of Greek figures, well, yeah. or if they're going to go more mythology like, as well. Will we be seeing the Battle of Troy? Yeah, because um, that would be fascinating in an Assassin's Creed game. If like if Achilles was killed by an assassin. <laughs> For example, I could see them doing that. Yeah. yeah. Well, bring it over to an actual RPG. Well, you <laughs> uh, say that. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. So far. Um, <laughs> yeah. What do you, what are your thoughts on Fallout 76? This sudden random announcement. Like, Cause I, like, instead of the next Skyrim, instead of the next Elder Scrolls, they announced this new Fallout game. Like, what are your thoughts? Like I said three podcasts ago, I yeah. still haven't played a Fallout game yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Did, have you followed any of the news nah, about this announcement? So, I, I know it's out. I saw the poster. I saw the, the teaser trailer for it. Um, the guy yeah. with, like, the 79 jacket. Yeah. Yeah, so I saw that. It's um, it's a weird one. Yeah. Because uh, it's interesting how they chose to uh, do the announcement with... I think it was, like, ended up being, like, a 24-hour stream yeah, 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 of a, yeah they did of a, yeah. of, of a fallout loading 40, stream 40 second yeah all the way leading up to like a minute 30 yeah 47 uh second teaser trailer that didn't really show yeah. anything it was like just another vault it was the titular vault 76 but but i think a few rebuilding al- yeah. illusions and then ron perlman's so voice, so like this stream happened on twitch and i think the interesting thing about it is that it's obviously Bethesda's got their finger on the pulse of what the gaming community is doing right now because mm. a lot of people spend a lot of time on Twitch and if, if they've got that um, loading screen <laughs> on the front page of Twitch for 24 hours there's a lot of hype and yeah. there were a lot of people watching yeah. that um, waiting for things move. to happen yeah. um, you know every so often maybe every hour or so there was some weird detail that came in like a person would walk across the screen like adjust the camera or huh. something like that it's a little, a little bit like, um, I don't know if you guys saw on Netflix when they have these shows which are literally just, here's a fireplace or here's a fan. That's a thing on Netflix? Yeah. They had a few I feel like I know about this. <laughs> it was when Netflix was pretty new in Australia and, and they had... We've got no shows for the Aussies. That's <laughs> like, let's make a show and they could just watch Fire for 24 hours. Well, it was, it was around Christmas time, so it was like to give your living room that vibe. It was really funny. Well, um, but anyway. Yeah, but yeah, what kind of game are you thinking it's going to be? Because when... I, I don't know. It doesn't feel like they jumped from Fallout 4 
wouldn't release the next Elder Scrolls and they go straight into another core. It's not going to be. Nah. Like, not even New Vegas. It won't even be like that. Because So the rumors, I think Kotaku has a story on this. Um, it's going to be very different to what you might expect from a Fallout title. Yeah. It's going to be massively multiplayer online of some that's, sort. That's what I thought. I thought it would be an, um, an MMO or like a base maintaining it, kind of It will. I think it's going to leverage game. a lot of the stuff yeah. that Fallout 4 had for settlement building. Which is a pretty controversial yeah, not subject a in the first place. <laughs> There's another settlement that needs your help. I like it on your um, But it won't be that. It'll be like you'll, you'll have your settlement. Yeah. And, and you'll have to deal. It'll, it'll be some sort of uh, hybrid of Fallout Shelter and the Fallout core games where it's a, it'll be, I'm assuming, a 3D thing. It won't be like Fallout mm. Shelter's sort of... I've heard it's going to be... There's a new leak, I think, that came out today, actually, where um, there was a very basic, like, dot, a few basic dot points on what the what the game would entail. Apparently, um, I might have read Linear in there, but I can't remember. Um, mm. You might play as an overseer... Yeah. No super mutants. It's set just when the reclamation yep. starts so to take place. Right, like very early days. One of the very first things yeah. that people realize when the vaults start opening up. So because like Fallout seventy six in the lore of the world is um, yeah that's that's a seventy nine before twenty seventy six. Yeah, you did twenty seventy six is supposed to be what that was supposed to be the year. No, 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 the no, bomb no. Struts, so, was it? No, no, no. So the the idea is that each vault has its own designation yeah. so, so vault number 76 was the control group vault or one of the control group vaults. like like 101 yeah but the the control in this case is the duration of time that it takes before it opens so the the idea is that vault 76 was one of the vaults that would open exactly 20 years after it closed uh. um, to be one of the first sort of vaults to open up to the to the post-nuclear world, yep. world um, oh, and start sort of fixing it. Do you and know literally it, in um, the trailer that they have released, the teaser, um, the voice is the over, the voiceover is saying it'll be your, it'll be your job to rebuild. Yeah. Sort of thing. That's what made me go to the base building kind of thing. Well, yeah. And so that's definitely going to be in that Yeah. One. Do you think, um, um, what are your thoughts on the actual like open world aspect? Like, do you think we'll be going out to the, wasteland that much scavenging or exploring or you think we'll be really stuck in vault 76 for this one i think uh, i think it'll be an open vault so i think your your base will be your vault mm. um and so you when you build things up when you when you craft things it'll be inside the vault i think like and, and i'm it's imagining a cool concept. See, what i'm imagining really is a 3d version of fallout shelter if you've never played oh, it. Oh, yeah. Um, I never played it, but yeah. It's know. basically it's a an mobile game? Yeah, yeah, it's basically an incremental game. So it's like a clicker. Um, and you can you can build facilities and then eventually like bandits and red scorpions and stuff would we'll come in and try and destroy your vault yeah. and stuff. Um, but yeah, like what I'm imagining is that you'll have a Could community be of survivors. Um, people will come in, you can like recruit them and like you can send them out on missions and then... Or they can maintain the facilities inside the base. But, like, this is, again, complete speculation. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to go back to this podcast when the game yeah. is actually Once, released. We might, actually, we might do a recap. They actually show it at E3, yeah. Or when there's more. more details that emerge. What I'm looking forward to for E3, because, you know, we've got a whole list of room games as well, is... Wait, where is it? I had a list here for, like... It was the Kirby game. Really? 
Have you guys ever played a Kirby game? I actually, to I've be played... fair, I haven't actually played a Kirby game. But what I have heard is that the recent releases have been really bad. I played one back in the day on like... Uh, I played on a... one of the old... I haven't played... I played the one when you when you have to transport the crying baby Mario. Which, yeah, no, no. Screw, one screw all the new game. I'm talking about that like, Kirby game. No, or is game. that Yoshi? That's Yoshi <laughs> I'm not. There is a Yoshi game coming out as well. Okay. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, I, I fucked up. Um, so there's a Kirby game I'm looking forward to because I haven't played a Kirby game in ten years. But I also saw the gameplay for Mega Man 11. Okay. Which, um, dude, is... if Kirby could suck up Mega Man in a game <laughs> like that isn't Smash Bros. Isn't Me- okay? Are, <laughs> I was about to say like, is, aren't they both in that's Smash Bros? Is Mega Man in Smash Bros? I'm not sure actually. It's not. It's not on a list of movement games, but it'll be really cool if they like Nintendo goes. You know what? Let's just throw out another Smash Bros. game, dude. They, I feel like they need to. <laughs> like, when was like... like it came out? Smash Bros. The new Smash Bros. came out when the, the Switch came out. Mm. About the same time. No. Isn't there the Smash Bros. game for Switch? No, I don't think there no. is. Not yet. No. Am I, am I... You're going crazy. Am I hallucinating? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm pretty sure there isn't uh, Smash Brothers for Switch. I could be wrong. They may have... I'm thinking of ARMS. No, that's... Yeah. Totally, that's totally it's different. It's a very it's different game. That's the only fighting game. Oh, wait. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know. Anyway. What? Take uh, it onto the other we, side. We should, we should probably fact check this. Yeah. If you, if you want to go... But Mega Man 11 looks really good because it's no longer the small 8-bit looking guy anymore. Well, no, it hasn't been for a while. But was, like, uh, so tell me about it, because I haven't seen the trailer. It's think. like, like with most Mega Man games, it's that this, it's he's super small. Okay. But he actually has size to him now. It looks, it looks like a man. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Uh, apparently, it's a lot more fluid than the remaster games that they like uh, released last year. Yeah. Uh, and when he does get abilities from being bosses, he looks like he's wearing more armor than just a, an extra hat. That's cool. I want to go back to playing Mega Man because those games. I are mean, good. like, I I think I played one. I think it was a Mega Man X game. It might have been the first one. Back you lose in, track of all these Mega Man. Back Man in the Super games. Nintendo the era, and it was really good because uh, that one was more like the Super Metroid model of because, um, like, Mega Man generally you choose the level you want to go to, yep. and then you just run through it. Whereas that one was a little bit more open world in terms of like you could run around. You picked up new abilities, and then that would be represented on the little Mega Man sprite, which I love. I always love that. <laughs> um, and then, so like, if you if you got an ability that made you run fast, he had like special boots that he wore, yeah. and he could zip around. Um, but yeah, like Mega Man is in a series that has excited me for a long time, so it'd be cool to, to see one that's like, really good. It's like games for this year have been a good nostalgia boost. Yeah, yeah that's true. Sparrow, I got a, I got a, oh for me. Um, yeah, I, I, I gotta say, uh, for the first half of this conversation, I was picturing Mega Man as Bomberman, and halfway through, <laughs> then I'm like, oh, fuck, wrong franchise. I played neither, so how the hell would I know? Dude, you know yeah. they remade Bomberman last year? I've heard really? it's been also shit. With a girl? Okay, there you go. Alright. Anyway, I was gonna bring it over to the other side for free announcements. Um, the two most, aside from Fallout 76, see what that, um, becomes... The, uh, my games I'm ex- most excited about, uh, if they actually get shown, aside from like Red Dead, which we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. Whenever that game comes Whenever, out. yeah. And also the new Sucker Punch game. 
Ghosts of Tsushima, which okay. there's been nothing like both of those games. There's really been there's been one trailer and nothing like there's right. that's what excites me the most when we have a really awesome concept by yeah. often by a well by a team as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, with literally no coverage prior to E3. Like Spider-Man, like Insomniac have already shown a full gameplay demo, I think, at last E3. Quite a few trailers. The yeah. pre-order pack's all there. We've got a lot of details for Spider-Man. Got nothing on these two games. Yeah. So I think, so, like, this whole thing of, of in the weeks leading up to E3, um, studios and, and publishers sort of releasing details, is, mm. is sort of, um, it, it takes the excitement out of the actual E3 event for me, it, yeah, it does a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah. like there's a. It means like the hype train is rolling a bit slowly, but but a bit early. It's like yeah, exactly. Like you know, yeah. they don't have enough coal in the train, and suddenly someone just goes. Like, what do you guys hey. think of? Because IGN does this a lot. Um, Ten minute gameplay videos. I don't mind that. Yeah, they have to. They have to be engaging throughout. I think. Because yeah. if, if the commentary is interesting, like. Um, I think that's my preferred way of sort of finding out what a game actually is. Yeah. My favorite part is the like, slow camera pan along the, uh, <laughs> the environment. Because yeah. like trailers can be like, like they obviously they just grab out, you know, interesting parts. Um, I, I would prefer, even if it's like a, a demo of a middle section of a game, just like showing, you know, an actual run through. What it's actually going to be, not melded bits. together for demo purposes. Yeah. yeah. It gives you a better understanding of, of what to expect when you're playing. Because I know it's, I've, I've got a list on my GM here for the games coming soon to E3. Kingdom Hearts 3 is here. We've yeah. known about Kingdom Hearts 3 for fucking 15, 20 years now. Yeah. Um, and they released a trailer a couple of months ago, a couple of weeks ago. With like Monsters Inc. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, uh, then there's yeah. one afterwards. Oh. And then more gameplay came out a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and IGN did like a 10 minute roll of it. Didn't watch it. Because I know that this game is going to be good. It's an established franchise. What you said, Julian, that's true for like newer games. Yeah, I, well. I suppose that's true. But like, if you know that the franchise is good, mm. and well, yeah, I, I agree actually as well because um, kind of spoil territory. Even even um, like uh, in terms of any sort of media, I. I try to avoid advertising as much as I can. Because, Especially films nowadays. Yeah, because like I want to experience it as fresh as possible most of the time. And so if it's something that I know that I'm going to watch or, or play or do or consume however it's consumed, then I'd rather not... You know, yeah. my money's already spent. In a yeah. Way. Like, yeah. I'm already sold on the idea. You don't need to sell me on it any further. So... Yeah, I, I, yeah, you're totally right. Like, I would prefer, um, like, my YouTube feed oh, yeah. is all full of, like, games that I've never heard of, like, indie releases and stuff, and sometimes that's what gets me to play it, because I'll, I'll, I'll have a look at a 10-minute video which shows some gameplay, and I'll be like, oh, that's fascinating, or well, they're, they're playing with some interesting ideas there, and I'm really into that, you know, or... So, um... But yeah, definitely for established franchises, something that I know that I'm going to experience at some point myself, yeah, one way or another. Like, yeah, for sure, I'll not watch. I pretty much take that on board too. Except I usually can't stop myself at one, at one <laughs> yeah. demo. At least I like to at least see a one gameplay feature it, and then I'm set. Just sure. to really, because you know, like you never know. You might see a cinematic trailer for something. I'm not like, really get any more details and go, oh, this looks awesome. This is going to be like, and you, you're going to have an idea in your head of it. So like, 
a third person linear kind of shooter or something right. and suddenly you look at it and it's like a third a first person or an RTS yeah, game like yeah. Brutal Legend for uh, for example yeah was advertised as a hack and slash you play that and it's a friggin RTS game yeah. which I hate but I, I actually loved it with Brutal Legend so yeah. I guess that worked but I mean like the, the thing about Brutal Legend as well is that the RTS stuff yeah. wasn't deep enough for RTS fans to enjoy yeah that's true so you really like if you wanted to to get it's, through that game you had to do both you had to Open go world in, driving to, as well. Like when you were the leader of the armies, you had to like recruit the the guys, put them on the battlefield, and then you had to jump in and fight alongside them. Mm. So that's yeah. why I try to at least get. Yeah, I, I try to watch more than a few trailers that yeah. don't really show many de- many details. I like okay. to get it all from the bulk of the Fair gameplay, you don't video, like to be and that's it. Of the gameplay is. I don't. I like. I want to be like like what you said. I want to go in fresh without knowing anything. Yeah. But I still want to That's have a good grip on what the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Especially nowadays with this media. Yeah, world. especially when games cost as much as they do. You don't yeah. want to spend money on something that you know you don't know you're gonna. So enjoy. like the, the topic we talked about before, the Pokemon. Uh, Let's go Pikachu and Eevee. Seventy five dollars. Mm. And that's not including... That's not including the, the accessory yeah. Joy-Con Pokeball thing. Yeah. That's $40. Yeah. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. So... People will pay for it, though. Like me. <laughs> like me. Alright. I still gotta buy a Switch. Yeah. And that's like, however many hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, 400 uh, something? I'm trying to get... A, there you go. I'm trying to get an import from Japan. Okay. So, there's that. Wow. Alright, so moving along to my topic, uh, shifting gears to uh, TV land, we have some details and some pictures of a new TV show from Matt Groening, the, obviously the creator of Simpsons and Futurama, his first new IP in uh, a long time since Futurama. Um, Close to 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be on Netflix called Enchanted, and it's been described as a combination of Game of Thrones with The Simpsons. Hmm. Um, so imagine The Simpsons set in a Game of Thrones type of world, uh, made for mature audiences. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So it's not going to be fairy tale. Because. Because if you go back to like the very beginning, Simpsons, like there's always been that adult undercurrent to it, but like Simpsons, obviously, the kids one, you could watch that, all ages. Futurama was a bit more. I think all ages is the key. All ages, definitely, but like Futurama also was a bit more adult and like full on than Simpsons, especially with like some of its emotional kind of stuff. And now it looks like it's just, you know. I mean, I think it's interesting to, to, like a lot of people assume, especially when Simpsons was relatively new, sort of in its first 10 years or so, um, it it was in that animation ghetto, which we've talked about before. People thought because it's a cartoon, it must be for kids or it must Mm. be a family show. But if you watch even the early seasons of The Simpsons, a lot We're of We're not jokes, a mini-sketch, right? They had a, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, obviously it started off as, as That's shorts. creepy as shit. <laughs> but, like, um, if you look at it, you know, uh, trying to look at it with as fresh eyes as you can, like, a lot of the humour, a lot of the storylines are, like, family-friendly yeah. storylines. I feel it's like it was, it, was a lot more, it was a lot more cryptic and hidden, like, yeah. those, like those classic... Cartoons where like they you know, they put these really adult themes that will go right over your head, but I sure. feel like they were a lot more blunt as so, it's going on. It seems you said enchantment, enchanted. It's called disenchantment. Oh, disenchantment. Disenchanted. Sorry, disenchantment is the new right sure. But um, okay. So I how do you feel? I'm bringing this up because I'm not 
I, I on the one hand, Futurama is one of my favorite shows oh, okay. without Agreed. a doubt. Like, it's it's probably one of the greatest animated shows. We owe a lot to The Simpsons for what where animation is now. That is true. We wouldn't have Rick and Morty. We wouldn't have Archer if. The Simpsons had paid. I think you're like you're skipping a few steps. We've got like obviously we've got Family Guy. And yeah, yeah. Look, show. Yeah, but Simpsons was already over ten years when all those shows. Yes, well, exactly. Like, well so over ten years. Simpsons was really the ground right. setter for right. for a lot of this stuff. But a new Matt Groening show does not fill me with a lot of excitement necessarily. Yeah. Like I feel like his his era's past and and like and. I don't know what he can bring. Like, honestly, I haven't watched Simpsons. I feel like The Simpsons should have ended 15 years ago. Well, as, as it has. Yeah. Like, Futurama, I feel like I haven't watched the later. I, I haven't watched well, probably 80% the last of the episode last of Futurama later. was actually really I good. I won't any spoilers. I've, I've got the whole yeah. series. I have not watched it yet. Not I've, the whole series. The problem with yeah. Futurama is that, like, it, it, um, it ended, it came back. Movies did it, did it end things? properly? Because it ended no. properly. I watched I the. I watched because I watched the movies yeah. as they were coming out, and then when the new seasons came out, I yeah. watched probably I've watched twenty percent of the latter of the latter four seasons, mm. and I'm still I'm I feel like I'm just about to go back and start watching it again. But right. yeah, like to me, like The Simpsons is always the quality was always just right up there compared to The Simpsons, where it's like. You go past season 10 and it's like really questionable, after, worse um, and worse. Who, who's that really famous talk show host now who used to write for The Simpsons? Um, uh, 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 <laughs> redheaded guy. Conan? Conan! Conan, Conan, Conan O'Brien. Yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine, I can, I can picture him in my head and I just couldn't get I'm picturing that. the Bartman dance when he's on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Only, so I, only I get to dance. Apparently, like, yeah, he was, you know, one of the most famous... Simpson writers of all time and yeah. people call that like the golden age of the Simpsons like, yeah 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 and first four seasons or, or yeah. first I, mean, I always he, hear the first ten he was not like a lead writer or anything he was just in the writer's room as I understand it but like it was a writer's room filled with lots of guys who were really smart and and, and knew how to craft a joke and stuff well I feel like yeah. later episodes like I haven't watched a lot of sort of post season 15 Simpsons but I think the influences, the, the shows that they influenced went back and influenced them. So it got a bit yeah. family guy yeah. um, towards like the more recent stuff. Yeah. But that's, I, again, like I don't know it as well, obviously, as I know the classic um, runs of the season. So uh, of the Simpsons. So I, I'm, I'm mostly speculating. Um, Simpsons 2 movie why didn't you just do that oh god do we have because the original movie is 10 years old 11 years it? old it's 11 years old it's 2007 yeah so oh, crap. it was about yeah. 19, <laughs> 19 years into the series because like 88 89 we're waiting what 20 more years for the second movie yeah screw that do you do you, do we have any kind of synopsis on what the show is going to be about uh, it's basic basically basically kind of what I've said is, is what we know so far I think it's coming out not to uh, it's good to have a basic like medieval um, kingdom called Dreamland. Yeah. Uh, um, also ten episodes. Yeah. Really? Well, it'll be a ten episode first half of the season for Netflix, yeah. and then they'll release the other ten episodes later on. That's strange. Something like that, I think. It's a strange way to go about the classic two um, thousands episode yeah, format. Yeah, I, I, I would assume that's sort of. I, I, I it's kind of like now actually. though. It's kind of like say Walking Dead. Yeah. You get like Walking Dead nowadays, which is ridiculous. Yeah. They do. 
eight episodes of the 16 episode season. Yeah. Then they do that um, month long hiatus or two month long hiatus or whatever it is and then come back until the next eight episodes. So I've got a synopsis here. It's going to have three characters called Bean, Alpho, and Lucy. And apparently Alpha is meant to look like Bart. Um, and the quote from Netflix is, Along the way, the oddball trio will encounter ogres, spirits, harpies, imps, trolls, walruses, and a lot of other human fools. So, mm. like when you read that description, we've got a show like that that already, already exists. so many shows like that, really. But we've got Adventure Time. Yeah, if it's you like... strip it down to its basic concept, it's basically Rick and Morty, Adventure Time... But it's not like Rick and Morty. Just like I, these, I guess it's the these characters, yeah. yeah, these characters coming up against all these random particular threats that kind of pertain to their certain genre, and yeah, you know, like aliens and um, like interdimensional monsters for Rick and Morty, ogres, and all that stuff, all the fantasy creatures. Like we've seen that. It seems this sounds like a concept we've seen. Yeah, so many times. What I do want to see, though, especially is that in fantasy, with um, Simpsons and the Future Armor, right? Because it's it was on Fox and Fox yeah. has yeah. their rules and what you can and cannot do. Yeah. With Netflix, they can go, we, we're going to make this like, I don't know what the rating is, we're going to make this R. Yeah. We're yeah. going to make That's this true. dramatic groaning, gro- groaning, green. I said groaning, it's not groaning. Gray. It's do you gray. even know? No. Uh, anyway. 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 <laughs> yeah, no, you, you make a good point. Yeah. Like to see, to see him at unrestricted by any sort of standards would be interesting. Um, because I don't think we've really seen that before. No. Yeah. Um, but like, you look at the, the images and it just looks like, it, it looks like Simpsons in a fantasy yeah. setting. Yeah. It doesn't, that's, that doesn't excite me. And we get this it, every maybe, year as well. Maybe 20 years it's ago, style, it, it would have been exciting. Like maybe when, when Futurama was nearing the end of its run, it like, announced it. Like so. imagine, imagine if say, say about 15 years after or, or something like that. In Family Guy, in yeah. Family Guy, like Zeph McFarlane did American Dad, and then 15 years after that, yeah. he did Cleveland Show. It would have flopped harder it's, than it did when it actually came yeah, out. Yeah, that's I think. very true as well. It's such a long life. That guy's doing TV now, Zeph McFarlane. What do you mean? He's he's got a show, a Star, Star Trek, Trek Discovery, or whatever. Yeah, it is. yeah. Not, yeah. I actually watched that. Discovery. Not Discovery, yeah. some other one. No, the, 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 Orv- the Orville. <laughs> the Orville. I yeah, watched all of it. It's actually not that bad. Okay. okay. I'm not a Star Trek fan, so like I don't yeah. I don't know if it's like probably like sacrilegious or anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like I don't know. I can't. I, I'll watch it. I'll watch a few. I'll watch episodes, a couple yeah. of episodes. It's ten episodes. Yeah. <laughs> probably so, watch it all ten. So, um, but like you know, it, it's it's sort of like like you said, he's past his era. His past is prime. His like he initiated a whole um, wave that's ongoing of like primetime sort of animated comedy, but like I don't see that he can bring anything fresh to, yeah. to this. That will be very good, but I I hope to be surprised. You know, I hope I hope that it's good. Yeah, because like obviously Simpsons is sort of formative in my youth. Like I still quote it, you know, on a almost daily does. basis. Oh. So, <laughs> I think Doe's in the dictionary. <laughs> I mean, it is actually... They don't even say that anymore. Homer doesn't say Doe anymore. Really? Cause, exactly, because it's over. It's 30 years old. Yeah. Since, uh, and Mr. Obviously... Burns doesn't do excellence. Yeah. So. yeah. They're, they're, their own little gimmicks have become the cliches. Yeah. 
That's which scary. is kind of sad when you get old enough to actually see that happen to you in your own show. It was really yeah. weird because I was watching an episode a few weeks ago um, and they pointed to a comedian. I think it was a comedian or it was a documentary, but it was something along the lines of um, a documentary or show that criticized the Simpsons of being racist. From like yeah. an early a, yeah. season, Apu. Yeah, this is right. that's oh yeah, this is very yes. topical. Yeah, and, and like very but, political, but um, but we we know we're not going to get into you know, yeah. the whole controversy here, um, but we can see that you know the Simpsons has come a really long way, long way yeah. from well, where yeah, it started to now, yeah. where people are going back. And going, hey, this at... was racist as hell. Exactly. It's like, yeah, that was the joke. I will yeah. see. I will say that like. Matt Green's response to that was very dismissive. He said something like, people just want to be offended. Like, because people make up reasons to be this, offended. This character is, was, yeah, it's 30 years old yeah. at this point. Like, if people were going to, like, have such an outcry about it, they have had so long to do it. Okay, yeah. I, I don't really want to get into this, but yeah. I think, like, the, the, oh. the thing is that, you know, it, uh, Indians in America were such a marginalized group that they probably didn't feel like they had a mm. voice to even be heard about this and maybe like they they didn't feel like it, it was something that they could say or, or whereas nowadays like it's, now yeah. it's a yeah. it's a bit more open and people are listening and stuff but right anyway um we won't get into this yeah <laughs> anyway like I, I am disappointed in his response mainly because you know you should you should probably own up to the fact that i haven't like, quite read anything about like anything yeah. about their official responses but well yeah and he said i think it was like at a just uh, like, oh, whatever. Just, just brushed it off. Yeah, people just want to be yeah. offended. How, how old is that guy now? Matt? I feel like he's 50s or 60s. Because I know that one, of the, 60s, I think, one of the co-creators of uh, The Simpsons did pass away a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Sam Simons. Really? Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah. yeah. He was like one of the founding writers, directors, some, okay. someone who created each character. Like He's in every single credit, but he really? stopped being oh, in the show. Oh, actually, I that. Okay. I like since season five or something. Yeah. So he, like, he was getting world hit and shit. What about, did Mel Brooks leave? I can't remember. Like Mel Brooks left and took like fifty percent of the characters with him, <laughs> or maybe he was kind of—I can't remember. It's just—it feels like it needs to die. This, this, yeah, this is actually this is another example of like we've we've all grown with different generations of Simpsons. Yeah, as well. Yeah, right. Um, and you know, yeah. will it end? Because what what season is it in now? It's like season thirty-one or something. I reckon. <laughs> Please be thirty-one. It's now. It's officially 30. the longest-running television show, like the most like, episodes yeah. produced of any television. I think it got show. That we a few are in season ago. twenty-nine. Close, mm-hmm. almost. So you know, we could either cap it at thirty, or we could wait for a landmark of fifty. I mean, <laughs> cap it at thirty. It shouldn't even gotten to thirty, really. Yeah, um, thirty even is twenty is too much. Season twenty-nine, episode twenty-one. Flanders Ladder will air on the 20th of May, 2018. That's not an ad. I'm just reading off Google. That's crazy. Well, it's... Yeah, yeah. I, mean, like, I, I don't think it's a controversial opinion to be tired of The Simpsons right. as well. Like. Do you think The Simpsons will end because of disenchantment? No. I think it'll end in general because... I don't... Yeah, that won't be the reason why... No. That'd be a really stupid reason. That would be pretty incredible if it was so successful. If Futurama didn't kill it... (laughs) No. Then... Yeah, exactly. Disenchantment. When I... I, Like, I don't know about you. I imagine you do also. But I consider Futurama way above... Yeah. The Simpsons. I think it was In every respect. Futurama was super dark. Oh, it was brilliant. Uh, And then ended well. You should really watch the last episode. I'm gonna... I'm gonna get around. Dylan and I are gonna binge it actually pretty soon. Yeah, no. Get on that. Get on that. Um, 
So, yeah, so it's weird to have this conversation, right? Because we're, on the one hand, we're saying Simpsons should is dying a long, slow, painful, and torturous death. And on the other hand, Futurama is the greatest thing that's ever been made by Cause man. Because that wasn't, <laughs> that was pretty much 10 years, really. Yeah. That was basically 10, 9 to 10 years. Yeah. All up, if you and count so, the movies, as but, one giant season, nine years. But Jules, have you seen the last episode of Futurama? No, I haven't. Okay, okay. No, no. You two get back to me in like okay. a week's time. So my point is that um, these two reactions, it's very difficult to say how to feel about Disenchantment because it might be Simpsons or it might be Futurama. See, the thing with Disenchantment <laughs> that makes me more excited now. That you see, that. see? But yeah. the thing with Disenchantment is that we get almost a Disenchantment episode every year. We it, have. We have the Treehouse of Horrors. That's oh, right. Yeah. That's so right. that's but like the excuse to play around. We have sci-fi. We had sci-fi episodes of Future of, of yeah. Simpsons long Treehouse before Futurama. Yeah, but exactly. like, you could say like, it's true. There could always be like, you know, The Simpsons is that classic that classic take on the American Family sitcom. Futurama was like their chance to dig in straight into sci-fi as yeah. another genre. This is a chance to dig in straight into fantasy, fantasy and yeah. all that stuff. So it could work out quite well. Like it could be just as refreshing as yeah. Futurama was back in the day. But yeah, we'll see. We will know. see. A lot of speculation I'll, for this I'll be, episode. I'll yeah. be watching it anyway. I'll watch All the right. first few episodes. A lot of speculation for this episode. Uh, we might cap it here. Next week we will, we we might actually talk about Avengers. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. Who's who still hasn't seen Avengers yet? <laughs> you know, I actually might want to see it a second time. Is it still in theaters? I want to see it. If it's still in IMAX, I want to see it in IMAX. It's worth watching at IMAX. That's the that's Lasers. the way I watched it. Yeah. Um, and then you guys all watched it in like... Well, I, did, I ended up seeing it day one. I yeah. did not plan that at all. It's all good. Yeah, no, we, we did a recording session for like, what, episode three? Yeah. And, and then we went straight to see it afterwards. <laughs> we were going to go see A Quiet Place, but yeah, no. Anyway. Did you get good seats? Yeah. Okay, that's yeah, surprising. Great seats. Because yeah. we showed up right away and then there were all these other people and the place was packed and there were... People who were standing, just scanning the bottom area for five minutes, trying to find a seat. Wow. I was like, holy shit, I'm glad we got here like 40 minutes earlier. Yeah, right. So, well, yeah. that's that's right. uh, that's that probably like up. our next episode. Uh, <laughs> Avengers. Day two. <laughs> we're, we're taking this for like... <laughs> we're a proper media company. I mean, you know, if we, oh, yeah. if we do, we do. If we don't, we don't. Whatever. We'll just, you know, just build up the anticipation more. All right, guys. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Um, hope you enjoyed today's episode. Yeah. Find us on iTunes, Podbean, Anchor, yep. Facebook, Pocket Cast, Pocket Cast, the internet, the internet. YouTube. Just type in "Drop Panda Podcast" and we'll come up. And yep. we will come we up. We will be there for you because we are the only podcast that it's called the Drop Panda Podcast. Yes. yes. And tell your friends. No one take our names. Yeah. yeah. Bye bye. <laughs>